the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. for the fuzzy math. Right. Two. That's, that's the problem. No, no, it's not the problem. All right, let's talk about Medicare for all. I'm sure you're familiar with a new study that just came out of Yale University, published in Lancet magazine, one of the prestigious medical journals in the world. You know what it said? Medicare for all will lower health care costs in this country by $450 billion a year and save... 68,000 lives of people who otherwise would have died. What we need to do is to do what every other major country on earth does, guarantee health care to all people, not have thousands of separate insurance plans, which are costing us some $500 billion a year to administer. Our plan, we have... We have laid out options all over the place. One of the options is a 7.5% payroll tax on oh, employers, here we go. which will save them substantial sums of money. Another Bernie, tax- let, let me respond. All right, so... so. Cha-ching. Where's your little cha-ching button? Cha-ching, cha-ching. I, I have two hands, Carrie. <laughs> um, but the, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's... So that was at the uh, debate, the latest mm-hmm. debate. And, you know, I think it's... It's interesting, you know, the Medicare for all. He mentioned the study, right, that, out of Yale. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you read the study, Carrie? No, I have not. Okay, I've read it. Um, you know, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about the study. You know, um, Alison Galvini is, is the is the uh, epidemi- epidemiologist. epidemiologist. Yeah, thank you, Carrie, who, who uh, you know, basically wrote it. Um, and along with the other. Right. Uh, uh, but. 
Um, but, you know, again, it, it's and we'll go over some of the fuzzy math. Right. You know, and how do they get to those numbers? Right. You know, that four hundred and fifty billion, you know, and, and the cost of and of how does three it trillion save a year. Us? Right. So, right. And, and, yeah. And, and well, it saves and how, us maybe because you're taking it out of taxpayers pockets. <laughs> well, you know, it's a shift that's <laughs> right. going on. It's taking it from your own hardworking pot of money. And, and and what is the true cost going to be? You know, um, the Yale study says it's going to be, as Bernie referenced, to three trillion a year. Um, but there's other studies that say it could be higher than that. You know, well, um, I think healthcare is a Social Security itself is an easy known because you can do calculations based on numbers and people's ages and. Healthcare is an unknown. You don't know when you're going to get sick. You don't know how much you're going to use or what health issues can impact you if you have chronic issues or a heart attack. I mean, those are huge unknowns. Right. And that's why, you know, that's why it's hard to predict or hard to budget for, frankly, other than if you're budgeting for premiums. But yeah. as far as cost of health care. Mm. So the Mercatus Center, which is another thing, right. right? They say the cost is about three point eight trillion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Rand Corporation did a major study on Medicare for all. They're coming in at three point nine trillion. And then the Urban Institute did their own independent study of Medicare for all. They came in at four point two trillion. You're saying each year. That's annually. Yes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, But, you know, and and again, so we'll see how that now I was I was going to talk about a lot of things today, Carrie. Yeah, I think that's out the window. I just throw that script out Mm -hmm. um, because what everybody's concerned about is the market, you know, meltdown. Right. You know, and so we'll certainly um, be talking. Now, if you've listened to this show, you can always go back and get our podcast. Carrie, I know you're going to talk about the information in a minute. That we it's we have been talking about getting prepared um, for the next economic downturn for how long, Carrie? For years. I mean, I mean, we were even building it in for our clients, and you know, the it, election since the last year election, because right. everybody thought in twenty sixteen, right. the shoe was going to fall. And we talked about we'll talk on the show. I hope you're going to get to the, like Plan R that we talk about this alternative right. plan, and it comes down to I know you're going to we're to talk about it is. The point is, instead of panicking, if you have a plan, you know the long-term effect of what's going on. You know how to adjust. You know if you're going to be okay if you're not. And if you're not going to be okay, we can put together what steps, actionable steps you can take so that you're going to be okay. Now, again, and of course, you know, when we listen to this show, we don't manage assets for our clients. No. We don't focus on your what stocks and bonds and mutual funds that you're buying. That's not what we do. There's a lot of great investment advisors out there. And, you know, we and clients come to us saying, well, do you do that? And we say, no, but we can certainly introduce you to the people that do. But the, the point is you're going to hear a lot of the same things from the uh, investment advisory world. You know, they're going to say, stay the course, um, y- you know, don't panic, um, y- you know, stay diversified. You know, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know how many times they can tell us that. Right. Um, and you know, and the and you can't time the market. We agree mm-hmm. with that, right? Um, but also, you know, if you're those saying, uh, you know, okay, I'm going to do all those things. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to sell low. Well, hopefully, you built up your cash reserve. That was one of the three main steps we set out to protect yourself from the ex- next mm-hmm. economic downturn. 
And then also the idea that, as you were saying, have you built your plan R, your alternative plan case, different from then your base case or maybe plan A, the idea that, well, what happens to the longevity of my financial plan if this thing develops into a global recession and and you know and and the the the, the topic it's it, see it's not carried that um we're worried necessarily that we're all going to die from the mm-hmm. coronavirus okay um you know i the the issue today the issue this week is that is it's the economic impact you know it's the idea that china shut down their economy overnight i don't know if that's ever happened before we, you know, it's different this time, Carrie. Right? right. In other words, what long term effects? And you can't effects, control that. Right. I mean, you know, and you know how? What effect? What's that going to do to the global economy? What's that going to do to small businesses? Um, you know, it's it's the idea that no, it, the the small business owner isn't afraid he's going to catch a a, a fever. Um, he's saying, you know, what's going to happen to his supplies? What's going to happen to his customer base? You know, if he, especially you know, and, and and sometimes you know, when the government calls a small business owner, carry isn't what you and I may think right. of a small business. It may be you know, you know a, a couple hundred employees shipping all over the world, right? Um, having their product made in China, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the idea is, you know, what's going to happen there. So it's it's not you know so I think and and and, and just to kind of prove that point it's it's not about you know if it was everyone was just afraid of catching the fever and dying well then I think President Trump's press conference you know naming Mike Pence as the uh, coronavirus czar right would have called markets and and the exact opposite happened it didn't call markets at all. Because, you know, what they were talking about was just coming out and saying, yeah, America is the best prepared from a health crisis situation. They, they, they said nothing about policy to deal with the economic downturn. That's Which coming. is hard to really. How do you address it if China's factories are shutting down and we rely on or companies rely on products from China and they're not coming uh, you know, that that's nothing. It's hard to control. I mean, there's nothing you can do to control it. I, I did see articles, Mark, where even um, they said even if they're back on track, or, you know, during the, this quarantine, they're still going to check workers, get their temperatures checked every couple or, you know, twice a day for any type of fever. So um, I'm sure we'll um, it comes back down to what you can do and what you have control over and what you don't. And um, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are a financial educational talk radio program here to give you information that may impact your financial life, relevant information, whether you're working or you're somebody already in retirement. And we are sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is a fee-based traditional financial planner. We're uh, Ohio registered fiduciary planner. What we do is build these financial models and these custom financial plans so that people know when they can afford to retire. They know if they're retired, what they can afford to spend and addressing concerns that people have about market volatility, economic uncertainty, rising health care costs, inflation, taxes, so that you're not running out of money or you understand when these financial disruptors happen, happen how are you going to be okay and what you can do about it? Again, we don't do investments. Our clients either already work with an investment person or advisor, or they do the investing on their own. But we look at terms of your assets in terms of how much risk are you taking on risk growth and tax efficiency? Um, 
it's how much growth do you need for your plan to work because we don't want you to take on more risk than necessary. Um, and then we address those financial disruptors, whether it's the, uh, if you want to build conservative, realistic numbers. We've been around more than 35 years in the greater Cleveland area, helping people solve problems, save money, getting clarity and having the peace of mind knowing um, they have a plan and they know how to adjust for these life's uncertainties. And we are accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau. We've won the Super Service Award on Angie's List multiple years. We do offer a free consultation if you're concerned and want to know how you may be impacted, especially if you're someone who are planning to retire before you make that quick reaction or emotional reaction without really having those objective unbiased uh, numbers, which is what we do. We provide that objective um analysis to people so that the decision making is easy. Um, and before you make that knee jerk reaction, you know, come in, take advantage of the free consultation or come out. Also, I'm sure we're going to talk about uh, market volatility at our um, retirement planning class coming up on March 11th at six o'clock in Middleburg Heights. They're free to attend their planning strategies and concepts. This class is specifically for people who are retired already or approaching retirement. And we're talking about retirement rules you often hear about that you may consider breaking, like the 4% rule, um, timing of Social Security. We're going to talk about steps and strategies in preparation for and during retirement, financial disruptors, market volatility, and spending issues, and factors that go into spending, and opportunities, the new SECURE Act, we're going to... and. You need to keep in mind that in every economic situation, there are opportunities to take advantage of. So it's just being aware. And instead of panicking, um, taking a deep breath and, and putting it into actionable steps and coming back to things you can control. So come out to our free class. We do ask that you pre-register. We have some great handouts you get to take with you. Tell a friend too. Um, uh, we already have people signed up, so make sure you sign up early. Our number is 440-239-2090. That's 2090. Leave a message. We will call you back on Monday morning. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. All right. You're listening to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. State planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 35 years. And over those decades, we've had certainly taken a lot of deep breaths, Carrie, right? Um, mm-hmm. And talking about things that are beyond your control, we don't know if who is going to win this Democratic nomination, right? No. <laughs> and, well, you know, we've got the South Carolina primary. We got Super Tuesday. It may all be over by Tuesday, Carrie. We'll oh, see. Uh, we'll see if uh, Bernie Sanders can lock it up on Super Tuesday. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. I hope not. I mean, I don't know. I think, you know. I think it's just unrealistic. I think Mini Mike, you know, Bloomberg. Remember, I ended last week's show about how, how Bloomberg wants you to text them back, Carrie. So did yes. You, what is that Oh, you about? haven't gotten a text yet? No. Okay. So <laughs> one of, you know. With, yeah, I don't think he wants my text. Okay. So I got nice. mine. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, now, so in. And it, it has to do with Mike Bloomberg's, you know, now that it's we're getting close to the Ohio primary and on, on St. Patty's Day, his his marketing efforts. So part of his marketing efforts that he's been doing in these primaries is, is he's doing robotax. Okay. okay. Now the, the a lot. Oh, of people, I hate those. A lot of people are saying I thought that was illegal, Mark. 
Not for political, I don't think. Well, you know, so... Or is it... Federal Communications Commission rules make the use of robocalls and robotechs for political purposes illegal. So everyone's saying, well, how does Bloomberg get around that? Well, probably because he doesn't mind the fine. I'm guessing he can Um, afford to pay it. (laughs) I probably know. Um, It's, you know, and it's it's a loophole. So there's a couple... There's a company out there Mm -hmm. who put an app together that's called Hustle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, for this article, you know, this was out of the Plain, de- uh, plain Dealer. Um, a representative from Hustle did not respond to a request seeking input for this story. Okay. <laughs> um, while it is illegal to automatically generate mass text messages and phone calls to people, it is not illegal if there is an individual on the other end of that phone call or text. Okay. So campaigns upload their contact list into the Hustle app, which generates a phone number for the user and auto populates text messages for the campaigns. It requires an actual person to hit send. When the message message says it's Joe from the Mike Bloomberg, mine was Len, Carrie. Okay. It wasn't Joe, it was Len. But when, uh, when when the message says it's Joe from the Mike Bloomberg campaign, there is a real person on the other end sending the message. If you text them back, they have a scripted response based on any number of scenarios. Okay. I wonder um, if they have nasty. Calling <laughs> will prove futile. You know how you, yeah. you, you know, did you, you did you reply, Mark? No, because I no I, no because <laughs> um, I you know but um, so you know do you have a Facebook, Twitter, or credit card, a bank account, a, a, a silly game that you play on your phone? Any of these could, you know could have gotten your tech you know your email. Yeah, or whatever. no, I didn't get. So it so apparently hustle has found a loophole. That's why now. So yeah, I did get my text message. And mm-hmm. as I said, it wasn't from Joe, it was from Len. So okay. here it is again. Hi, it's Len with Mike Bloomberg 2020. Election day is almost here, exclamation point. We deserve a Democratic candidate that will beat Trump. Can I count on you to vote for a, a Mike? Question mark. Hmm. Um, no, I did not respond. But if you're getting them, that's how they're getting around the um, loophole that, that that's still legal. Um, so as I said, so... This study that Bernie Sanders is um, referencing, right? And it came out, as he said, Yale University. And, you know, he, he, he referenced the, uh, the Lancet, which is the medical publication. Mm-hmm. All right? um, and it was published February 15th. Okay. And the name of the white paper is improving the prognosis of healthcare in the USA. So, see, here's the point here. I think that Sanders, he's going to make Medicare for all his signatory, you know, right. It's he's not going to be talking about communism. Okay. I think that's a losing topic for Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, that's what if Bernie gets it, that's all Trump's going to be talking about. Right. And, you know, and so um, now the so he's got to steer away from that. So I think he's going to instead he's going to try to say that Medicare for all is a moral, um, you, you know, decision. an obligation. Right. Yeah. And but that what's it's it going to save money for for the government. But it's not going to save every American and talk about middle class. It's going to hurt the rest of us. Um, you know, and it's going to hurt anyone who's working hard. And so, like I said, Allison Galvani, who who kind of wrote it, um, yeah, says, you know, 
their study, you know, a, un- a single payer universal health care system is likely to lead to a 30% savings in national health care expenditures, equivalent to more than $450 billion annually. Okay. Um, and it would also save 68,000, almost $70,000 lives a year. Okay. How do they quantify that? Well, basically, what she says is the studies, the hist- you know, have proven that people who have health insurance right. have mortality rates that are more than 40 times higher right. than those okay. who don't. So when you take a look at how many more people would be covered, right. they do the fuzzy math. And that's equivalent to about 60. 68- that's a, so you're assuming people are covered. You're making some assumptions. Well, the assumption is that if that holds true, if if everybody is covered by health care, right, then they'll all have those good mortality rates. Yeah, that's a. I think that's a stretch. You do. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And, you know, and she also you know kind of comments and says you know. One of the pervasive misconceptions is that Medicare for all will hurt those who have and like their private health insurance. Me. Okay. (laughs) And she's saying, well, no, because we actually have a real life history that that's not the case. And what she's talking about is Medicare, because she said, look at our 50 year history of Medicare. It's very popular. Okay. Um, Retirees love it. Okay. Um, There's bipartisan political uh, popular for it. Okay. Right. Um, But you also have the supplemental where you have flexibility and choices. Right. And you still have Medicare Advantage, which is the government's. Right. But you have a choice whether I want to privatize. I guess you come back to when the government gets involved, kind of screw things up. Like if you talk about, I know we're not going to get to it, but the student loan debt, when the government got involved. It's a bigger crisis when they were going to have come up with a solution. I just don't think it's realistic. I like that. And I don't have them today, Mark, when I talked about the statistics on how many, I think, millions of dollars it can be saved every year if you just work on Medicaid fraud. There were millions and there were multiple studies done. Well, that's part of the, um, you know, part of the $450 billion savings is part you know mm-hmm. is that Carrie is the idea that you know it will um it will reduce that type of fraud uh, and, and stuff like that um let's see if i can find uh, okay um so how, Carrie, you're stealing my papers here what are you doing? okay uh, so how does how do you get to the four hundred fifty billion annually? You know, you remember, remember when the, uh, when they asked uh, Bernie, he said, "Well, how many hours do you have?" It's true. I mean, if, 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 if it would take me the whole show to go over all the tax increases that Bernie Sanders wants to implement. As a matter of fact, Carrie, I, I promise, if he gets the nomination, I promise to do that at a future show. Okay. Okay. Um, the, how the estate tax is going to go? You know, roll back the exemption. How the step up in basis he wants to get rid of. How the um, the That's income tax. It's not free. Uh, It's not going to be. It's going to cost us. You think taxes are high now? I mean, it's going to. I mean, people are going to be paying. Okay. Well, all right. So the first thing is that what what Allison says is the Medicare fee structure. In other words, everyone knows that Medicare, uh, you know, the government negotiates with doctors and hospitals, right, Mm -hmm. for the cost of, you know, for the true cost. And that's why nobody knows what medical costs, right, because no one knows what the. Right. So they're saying if the whole country was on that, okay, right, not just the elderly, 
um, that would that the lower fees that the doctors and hospitals are going to get is going to be a hundred billion savings. Okay, but wait a second. What about the fact that I I'm okay with doctors that are specialist and good quality may get paid more. Well, I mean, personally, I don't like. I may you know. I don't want to go to just anyone if I need heart surgery or well, for math, my kids. Yeah, I didn't, I want. I the want doctors don't deserve that money, Carrie. Come on, which is, is not true. But okay. but the math gets fuzzier, Carrie. That's <laughs> right. only the first hundred billion, right? The the the, the shocking one, the two hundred nineteen billion savings, is saying has nothing to do with uh, actual people getting ill. It has everything to do with they say that's the reduction of overhead costs. Ah. <sighs> So, you know, so what they're saying is that mm-hmm. um, if there's just one universal system, then all the administrative people that are hired to, you know, we don't they don't have to deal with all these different, you know, all these um, uh, insurance companies. So unemployment, maybe, or, or they're okay. going to have to lay off a lot of people. Um, so that's what they're saying is we're going to eliminate a lot of jobs. They want, yeah, the, the private health care <laughs> insurance is, is gone. I mean, Ooh. Bernie doesn't also want to get – not only does he want to get away, get, get rid of the billionaires, which he thinks is immoral to be a billionaire. He but also he's a thinks, millionaire. He so. also <laughs> thinks that the health, in, the health insurance industry is, is immoral. Oh, I don't know. Um, all right. Um, but, okay. But isn't he a billionaire with I, multiple I, houses? I, I think he's a millionaire. I don't, I don't think uh, No, I mean a millionaire. Yeah. No. Um, so it's okay to be a millionaire. You just can't be a billionaire. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's saying, you know, the um, – and for example, like the the lack of patient billing. In other words, he says right now the industry spends thirty five billion a year just to you know uh, hunt down people who haven't paid their bills. Okay, and of course, when you're billing the government, that doesn't happen because the government's going to pay the bills. All right, so they're saying you know the savings like that. Um, also, you know, if you get rid of these health insurers, uh, you get rid of the executives, Carrie. Those, those, those real bad guys, the ones that run these companies. Right. Yeah, they're you, terrible. You know, there's dozens of them. Oh, Carrie, okay. The but that's, I, I don't that's, know. They make $20 million a year, Carrie. They don't deserve it. Okay. Uh, under the government, who Medicare. But, uh, but the uh, bottom line is who says who deserves, I guess this is where I have a heart problem, where the government shouldn't say who deserves what, who should eat what. I mean, the beautiful thing about this country is we should have choices and options and opportunities not under the socialists i know it's just ridiculous so why should we why should we have to pay cover the cost of paying 20 million dollars to these uh you know high high net worth uh, insurance executives when we could just have one government administrator paid the same salary as the current secretary of health and human services it's going to be one like the government (laughs) if uh, private needs 10 people the government will need 50 and then the other big uh, savings to get to the $450 billion a year is that the uh, national Medicare system will negotiate pharmaceutical prices that would save $180 billion. So you add it up, Carrie, and, you know, that's where they come up with the money um, or the savings, I should say. Um, so I think the, the concern, regardless of health care costs going up and possible tax increases, should be a part of your plan. And what we do is build those custom financial plans. And we're very different than other advisors out there. So we do offer a free consultation for you to come in. We can do consultations by phone or in person. Um, our home office is Middleburg High Dock. 
Middleburg Heights in our consultate or we have locations around the greater Cleveland area and the consultation is free without pressure. We basically tell you, we have you fill out information or we can show you a sample of our examples and talk about what we do um, and ask you questions. But we really just show you um, what we can do for you if our process is appropriate, like our plans, our fees are customized. We have hourly and retainer options. So you can come in or even, again, do it the consultation by phone to see if it's worth your while. Um, or you can come out to our March 11th class if you're concerned about these issues that can impact your lifestyle, like rising health care costs, inflation, market volatility, economic uncertainty, future tax increases, and knowing either when you can afford to retire or what you can spend during your retirement years. And it's doing enough analysis. Um, and understanding these issues so that you're using opportunities and avoiding traps so you're getting the most net benefit and creating income you need later on as tax efficiently as possible. And if you want more information on this class, come in for a consultation. It's March 11th at 6 p.m. in Middleburg Heights. You can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. So what this group did, Carrie, is they came up with something they called the Single Payer Healthcare Interactive Financial Tool, or the clever acronym SHIFT. Okay. Um, And you can go online and find this study, and you, you can just say... You can. It's just an interactive model where you say, "Well, what if I, you know, how am I going to pay for this?" Right, and you move one section, and the rest of the the plan model updates. It's a, it's pretty creative, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> it may be pure fiction, but it's pretty right. creative. Um, now, it, it's the um, it, and so some of the ways that you know they said if it does, if the government ever got this passed, um, they're going to need another seven hundred seventy three billion a year to help pay for it. Okay, Um, so how are they going to pay for it? Well, one is going to be like they talk. No, this is not necessarily what Bernie Sanders is saying at the debates. This is kind of what the study said, Gary. Okay. Um, So they said a 10 percent payroll tax that would raise about four hundred thirty six billion a year. And our current are they talking about Medicare and Social Security 10 percent or. Well, they don't really specify. It could okay, be, or is it ten percent on just the Medicare? Okay, because <laughs> that'd be a huge increase. Okay, um, the um, and what they're saying is the companies will save though. Uh, you know, they're the, you know the the, the the in other words, it's 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 it's. <laughs> It's just the idea that that payroll tax, um, the companies now won't no longer don't have to pay health insurance premiums. So they're saying we're shifting pots. Instead of paying the premium, you're just going to pay the government. Right. Great. And they, and they said it's basically, um, if you look at an average of what uh, corporations are kicking in to, to support the employer uh, health care plan, it's, uh, you know, it's about 12% of the cost of the, of the, of the salaries. Okay, um, so you know, so they're saying you know uh, that could be 136 billion a year. Okay, savings. Um, how about the households? A five percent tax on household income. Okay, that will raise about 375. What do you billion. mean? What does that mean? We I'm already t- household income already is taxed. No, it's a five percent income tax increase. Oh, okay. Okay, um, so Great. I mean, on top of you know, you know. Um, you know the See? Uh, but they're saying but you don't have to pay health insurance premiums anymore okay um and of course you know bernie also has his new wealth tax right um where you know it's got to be the new tax and i've talked about that right 
Um, you know, Elizabeth Sanders, um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Sanders, Warren. Warren. Oh, that would be a Well, trip. I think that should be the ticket. <laughs> I mean, another, you, know, you know, the Warrens, I, I think maybe the Sanders-Warren is the ticket. Oh, I mean, what is, what is, you know, um, Elizabeth Warren going to do? She can't get the nomination on her own. She's right. got to realize that right now. And, you know, and this may be her last shot. I mean, her best deal may be to g- decide with Bernie and say, hey, Bernie, make me your VP. Promise you only do a one term. And then, you know, I'll be, you know, and then I'll get and I'll run the next term um, and it will gang up on uh, Bloomberg together. Yeah, I don't know. Anything. I don't know. Possible. If she has, I don't know if she has a better deal right now. I don't know and, if she would do that just from ego standpoint. Well, I don't know. I, has Bernie, I mean, Bernie has no friends in Congress. That's the problem. See, I don't get too excited about Bernie Sanders, even if he, if he, if he won the president, because he has no friends in Congress. He doesn't have enough votes to get Medicare for all passed. He just doesn't. Let's hope. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he needs all the help he can get. And Elizabeth Warren may still have some friends in the Senate. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the um, but anyway, so Bernie's new wealth tax, which is a one percent on household net worth above twenty one million. Um, and, you know, that that would and there's and it's it's graduated. And, and he's he's moved the meter already on that. Is it twenty one million? Is it thirty million? Who knows what it would be? Right? <laughs> it? Um, and then that one percent goes up if it goes higher than that. Right. Um, and, and that's going to bring in one hundred nine billion. So, you know, a lot of fuzzy math. Um, don't get too excited. Um, but here's my point. If that ever did get passed, mm-hmm. right, um, then you've got to go in and change your financial model. Because if you built, like right now, you've, if you built a financial model, you've budgeted in the future cost of health insurance based under the current system. Right. So usually if somebody who's retired, we have a Medicare, we have a supplemental, we have maybe a prescription, we have whatever, and then we use what you want as the inflation rate. I mean, I think our average mark is 5% for health care costs. Right. Some of our clients use six, some, some use, use four. We've had three. somebody use eight before. Um, you know, that's the customization, right? <laughs> right. Um, and if you come to our class on, on March 11th, um, we'll, we'll know maybe by then what, if Bernie Sanders has got the nomination. nomination. Um, but the, the but the idea is if you come to the class, you'll see how we um, illustrate how you build a conservative, realistic assumption for future health care premiums. Mm-hmm. So that's still in our model right now. I'm not jumping to the Medicare for all model right now. Let's hope not. But we better be, you know, but if that happens, you better do that because the real shift here, Carrie, is 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 the fact that, yes, your health insurance premiums may be going down, but your income tax or your tax liability is going up. I would say not proportionately either. Um, and so, Not in your favor either. So, you know, the robots are going to have to make that shift. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, and kind of, but, and that's also if you've uh, never, you know, tried to calculate or, or, or um, a budget for health insurance premiums, not just for this year, mm-hmm. we're talking about for the rest of your life. You know, it, do you have to still go through the phases? Are you still working covered by an employer plan? Do you plan to retire before age 65 Medicare eligibility where you have to go out and get your own coverage? Maybe it's that's COBRA for 18 months. Maybe it's going on to the healthcare exchange, you know, mm-hmm. and, and picking one out. Um, or maybe it's just going to a private carrier. And also, you, you know, do you understand that um, what it costs to go on Medicare? You know, it's not free. 
And when we see that, you know, that that fidelity study every year that says, oh, couples better be budgeting, you know, uh, $280,000, that ain't going to cut it. No, that's low. Um, Maybe for only Medicare B, Mark. I don't think it's health care. I think if you're saying based on an average life expectancy for a couple, if you're saying Medicare B premiums, that, but when you're not taking into other. But the, the idea is. Have you built a conservative realistic model? You know, so if you've never seen one, come to the class or come in for a consultation and we'll show you that. So but the idea is also, you know, you know, it's the old adage, whether it's the uh, Allison's, you know, shift uh, economic model, uh, you know, analyzer or any model that you put together. All models are wrong, Carrie. Right. But some are useful. I think ours are very useful. And the the idea (laughs) Is that, you know, the more important thing is that you understand how your financial model is working. It's not just something you do once and print out, you know, in, in, in a DIYI, you know, do-it-yourself internet where you, you know, you a- you answer 10 questions and you get a 30-page, you know, where you have, it, it, you don't even know how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the things that we spend a lot of time with our clients is that they understand the financial model that we're building for them. It becomes a working tool. Um, and, and the idea of, the, of, of, the, of learning the financial planning process or the discipline is not that you, you know, you do a, a model once and put it into the sock drawer for 30 years. You know, the idea is that, yeah, any, at any one point today or tomorrow, you, your plan is based on the most conservative, realistic assumptions that you can make today including if you want to make some assumptions about future tax rates, right? Um, now, we tend to use the actual tax law right now um, and and what's actually passed by law. We don't change our models based on, you know, presidential candidates' campaign promises, all right? Um, now, we will change the model when it's appropriate, and that's the whole idea of financial planning. It's just that when reality changes an assumption that you've made, you know how to go in and tweak your plan accordingly, um, which gets back to um, the idea of have you built your plan R, right? You know, your recession plan. Um, and that's the, the idea that, you know, we've been talking about this for years. And the idea is, you know, will you, you know, we don't know when the next economic downturn is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We don't know if what's happened this week is going to lead to a global recession that will bleed into the U.S. or will it be a V-shaped recovery? Will, you know, they, will they come up with a vaccine in the next week or two? Will they... Um, will Which the, has been in the works. Will spring, will warm weather kill out the virus? And will we see the stock market bounce right back up? You know, that's, that's a typical V-shaped uh, correction, right? Uh, it was a quick decline. Uh, one of the, right. you know, you know, very quick, um, you know, blink of the eye. And will we have as quick a recovery or is it going to be more U-shaped where, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we have this. And quite frankly, that's beyond your control. And there's not a whole lot you can do. Right. But, you know, the idea is saying, yeah, as opposed to saying, well, I'm smart enough to time the market. No. And you, you, if you talk to your professional investment advisors, they're going to tell you the same thing they've been telling you for the last 40 years. Stay diversified. Mm-hmm. Don't panic. OK, you know, you, they're not going to tell you anything differently. Right. All right? Um, and that's why we've even for our clients have 
because we don't know is you listen to other our podcasts recently this year we've talked about the cash reserve and having the that emergency fund for those things that can happen so you don't have to sell when your assets are low right and 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 that's what we and that's why a lot of our clients right now are you know they they've got they had time where they they prepared that cash reserve so they're not going to cancel. Now, they may be canceling their European riverboat cruise because of the health issue. Or the Caribbean cruise. Okay. Um, I heard one that didn't even let somebody, even the, who had the flu, because they were, and it was a confirmed flu, didn't let them stop at the ports because one crew member had. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, and, and the idea is saying what, what the plan R is about is saying, yeah, it's it's making sure that you're not taking on more risk than what you need to be okay. In other words, you know, if your plan works at a 5% rate of return, you might not need to be 80% in the stock market, right? Um, secondarily, you know, it gives you an idea of how much of a cash reserve do you need? Because if you have a detailed, you know, budget, oh, I'm sorry, Carrie, we can't call it a budget, right? Because that offends people. Oh my um, if you have a detailed cash flow schedule, you, you, you know what your net spending gap is. You know, that's the difference between how much income's coming in. If you're working, that's your take home pay. If you're retired, that's your social security and perhaps pensions. You know, what's your fixed retirement income less what your actual plan Planned expenses are and the gap or what if what income is short that's what you say that's what's got to come out of my nest egg that's my spending gap all right and so if you know what that is and if you and if you don't know what that is for the next couple of years then my contentions is you don't have a very good detailed financial plan right because our clients do know that you know, because we, you know, now as you get closer, you can zero that in because, you know, it's that typical thing. Well, I was planning on buying a car this year, Mark, but I didn't. I'm going to buy it next year. I mean, so there's those types of mm-hmm. things. But it's the idea that the next car purchase is in your plan. And if and so you get and so the idea of having an adequate cash reserve is that you have flexibility that you can still do those things, even if the market's tanking and you don't want to sell your stocks low. Right. And and and, you know, the idea is, hey, I've now I've got the flexibility to use my cash and it's still not going to bankrupt me because I built the cash reserve. Mm -hmm. Um, And by the way, I'm still collecting the dividends on those equity positions while I'm waiting for the market to come back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's that type of concept. And the third one is what you what the plan are really is, is it's modeling does this next economic downturn have a material effect on the longevity of your plan? Especially if for people who are thinking about retirement, pending retirement dates. I wanted to retire at the end of the year. If this continues and there is a recession this year, does it change my plan date? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it changes your discretionary spending plan. But by having these models, you can play that game. Some people don't mind working longer if it means having the spending and having doing these things that are important to them during the retirement. Other people say, nope, I don't mind cutting that spending if it means I can still retire on target. Right. So that's, you know, that's the that's the working model. That's the working tool. In other words, you can, you know, you, you, you can model different scenarios. And, you know, quite frankly, you might want the robot to run you a few different scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens if it's just the correction, mm-hmm. a V-shaped type of correction? What if it is, what if this leads into a global recession that bleeds into the U.S.? Now, I don't know if you want a book as one as bad as one as we had back in 2008. 
Mm-hmm. That was a pretty bad one. Right. But if you want to and it makes you feel better to see that, let's do it. Right. And, you know, and, and, and then you then that helps you in a decision making mode. See, we, again, part of the panic, we believe, is that, you know, people make short term or knee jerk reactions because they have no way of measuring the long term effect. I mean, I don't how many people in their heads, you know, can can, you know, calculate what a, uh, a, a, a you know, whether it be a, a bear market crash or even a, you know, a 10 percent decline in the market. How does that affect how much, you know, income or how much, uh, you know, my nest egg is down to when I'm 90 years old? Um, you know, that's pretty tough to do in your head. Mm-hmm. All right. So as opposed to panicking or making knee-jerk reactions, let's say, okay, let's follow the steps um, and let's make sure that, you know, and if it, and if it is a big enough economic downturn and it does say you, you it, it takes too many years off the longevity of your plan, well, now you're in a position to say, what changes do I need to make? Right. Having that detailed objective plan puts it down to actionable steps. So when you feel like you don't know what you can do, I guess that's where sometimes people call and say, I don't know what I should be doing. And that's exactly what planning does is help people tell people what they need to do in preparation for during retirement um, so that you're going to be okay and not running out of money. And that's regardless of your estate size, because the spending is different. And that feeling of running out of money is kind of universal. And we help people of all estate size. The estate planning team has been in the greater Cleveland area more than 35 years helping people. We are a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm, and we offer the free no obligation, no pressure consultation by phone or in person, or we welcome and invite you to attend our March 11th planning class for retirees and people nearing retirement. We're going to talk about the SECURE Act, market volatility, economic uncertainty, retirement rules that you often hear about or misuse, misunderstood, Social Security, long-term care, health care costs, spending, and so much more. And you can call the estate planning team to register for the class or for the consultation. We will get back to you on Monday. That's 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. All right. Another thing we're seeing, Carrie, is that, um, you know, with this coronavirus, it's not so much the health care risk, as we're saying, right? It may be more the economic risk. And there's a lot of pressure right now putting on our Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people are saying they're going to they have to act. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and, you know, the idea is, you know, and, and remember, I was talking on this show not too long ago that, you know, you know Jerome Powell, the Fed chairman, was saying, hey, look, at we can't do every, we, you know, our monetary policy can't solve all the g- global issues. Mm-hmm. And and I think he was hinting that, you know, if, if coronavirus does become an economic issue, they don't know if they've got enough, you know, uh, tricks in the bag to, to to correct it, but there's certainly a lot of pressure for them to do that. Right now, some people are are assuming that the Fed's going to cut rates, you know, two to three times this year, and then another maybe one next year. So I think that's jumping the gun. Okay. I mean, um, and that you know they're forcing the Fed to act. You know, I mean, the, the, but what, they can't control everything. I, I guess. Mean, you, yeah, but did you see what rates were this? I mean, the the, the two year rate was under one percentage point. Oh, Gary. I know. Um, you know, it, it, there's and, and that's going to ha- and. And, the, you know, there's a, a lot of people saying that, um, 
you know, they have to start modeling in this next recession. Right. Just like what we're talking about Plan R. You know, are these brokerage, are these, is Wall Street modeling in the next recession? Is the Fed modeling in the next recession? You know, can they do something now, act now before it happens? Um, and I think you'll hear President Trump talking pretty soon about the Fed again, saying, when are you going to cut rates? You know, not only are, you know, central banks across the world may have to jump in, you know, I mean, because the small businesses could get whacked with the, mm-hmm. the overnight economic shutdown of China. You know, it, it, that's what's different this time, Carrie, right? Um, so we'll, we'll have to see. Um, you know, how that works. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, we still have good GDP. It's GDP, you know, revised fourth quarter, still 2.1%. Um, consumer spending down slightly, but still doing okay. Um, you know, what, what, you know, the, the, what's the problem? Well, you know, it's, that's the unknown. You know, again, we don't know. As I, as I was saying in the earlier show, Gary, you know, all those uh, DIY uh, or what I call DIYI, do-yourself right, internet, internet. Um, all those recession dashboards, you know, I couldn't find too many that had a, a pandemic virus, you know, threat meter on them. Right. Um, and now maybe they have to start adding that, you know. Oh, carrots. I gotta calm down. So don't panic. I think the Fed may move, Carrie. They may have to move. Um, I need some calming music here. That's a, yeah. This is very. This is like. Yeah, this is Huga like a music, spa. Right? I was going to say. We're kind of. I was going to say. Right now, right? I was going to say a spa, although I don't feel very like. It sounds like a. Mis- Spa or massage music. Do you got any scented candles, Carrie? Oh, this um, is very calming. So people are going to stay home, Carrie, right? Um, that's why Home Depot had such good results, Carrie, right, this this uh, quarter. Oh, because people doing home projects? Yeah, because everyone. Because <laughs> what the, the theory is, you know, everyone canceled their European vacations, um, the big ticket vacations, mm-hmm. and... Instead, they're going to sit at home and they need something to do with their money, so they'll improve their homes. Right. And the housing start, you know, good mm-hmm. housing, which is. I was going to say, getting people. ready for spring. So they beat, they beat, you know, uh, they beat Wall Street's uh, both on uh, earnings and revenues. Good. Uh, Lowe's beat, um, Lowe's beat earnings. They, I think they're slightly behind on revenues, um, so that's doing well. Um, so yeah, so. And I think Huga is, you know, that's why I loved about Huga. You know, remember we were talking about Huga last oh, year? Oh, yeah. You know, that. I remember you talking about it. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the idea how, you know, Scandinavian countries. Oh, they sit know. in front. Of, isn't this with a fireplace? And, yeah. Okay, yeah. And the comfort food. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of, you know, this is the kind of year we're thinking about that. You know, we're trying to, you know, we're all trying to save ourselves from that seasonal affective disorder, Gary. Oh, with, yeah. Especially in Northeast guy. Ohio. Yeah. And the best thing about Huga doesn't cost anything, right? Yeah. You know, or you make, could buy the happy lights they have. They yeah. give you the supplement, well, yeah. the sunlight. Firework, a fireplace. <laughs> work, um, all right. So, and Medicare for all. Let's listen. Let's listen to Allison. If I can get this going. Um, so, firstly, 
this is who wrote that. Pay right paper. now for hospital services doesn't correlate with um, their outcomes, their their clinical outcomes, and it She's varies about 43 widely. Years old. So by applying Medicare rates to the entire country, that will save us a hundred billion right there. Um, another important point is that. Medicare for all will minimize paperwork and will streamline administration and billing. So currently, Medicare has an overhead of 2.2%, whereas private insurance is over 12%. So applying um, Medicare overhead to the entire country will save us $200 billion. Hmm. That's a faulty assumption because... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Just I'm thinking, they're saying, okay, Medicare, only people 65 and older on Medicare. Everybody else, well, a good percentage of people are on private insurance. Zero to 64, say. Right. So that's a huge popular, when she's talking about percentiles, well, I I don't think that's necessarily correct. If you're com- You can't compare private insurance in that same age to people on Medicare because the numbers are going to be different. It's a different pool. It's a different numbers. Well, that's, so that is that's a faulty assumption right there. Right. And when I, you have people who are newborns to sixty-four-year-olds, there's a lot of people covered with a lot of issues. Yeah. How much does it cost to have a baby in the U.S. these it's days? It's expensive. Like, let alone a C-section. I mean. Well, I guess maybe that's the that's I, traditional. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know if you can just extrapolate. Right. You can't just to say, oh, well, it's less. Well, yeah. Presidential hopeful Pete Buttigieg speaking during the New Hampshire debate earlier this month. He said he supports Medicare for all who want it. There is now a majority ready to act to make sure there is no such thing as an uninsured American and no such thing as an unaffordable prescription. Just so long as we don't command people to accept a public plan if they don't want This isn't going to work either. How do you have both plans going? My point is what I am I mean, talk about pandering. Campaigning for all of these things that America wants. So that's Pete that's, that's not can realistic. You, can you tell us what you found, um, if you understand what he means, Medicare for all who want it, and what that would cost? She's stumped. Okay, sure. Right, so while um, I just analyzed in detail uh, Medicare for all, um, <laughs> if we strip away the savings identified in Medicare for all um, and expanded... Um, well, you get the point, Carrie. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's fuzzy yeah. math, you know, but the idea is if, if, you know, we have to be prepared. In other words, we still build the plans today based on the health care system we have today. But we're also we've built the plans in a way that if it does change, we don't have to start all over again necessarily. We can start modeling because we've separated and, you know, those functions in the plan. That's what the robots can do today. All right. Do what you can. Take action. Action. Call the estate planning team for a free consultation or come out to our class at 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.